Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez, and this is our full moon forecast. And I have been waiting <laughs> for this full moon. And I'm going to talk about why I'm really excited about it. But first, I do have a few different announcements. So first of all, I have a new Patreon page. So if you enjoy Astrology Now content and you would like to have more in your week, you can sign up at patreon.com slash astrologynowpodcast. I post at least two more articles of information a week. So it's double the amount of content that I'm posting on the public site. And I'm also very available to people. The page is not super big right now. So if people ask questions, I generally answer. And it's just a small little community right now, which um, is really sweet. The other thing that I want to announce is that I'm going to be discussing this full moon and how auspicious it is for breakthroughs moving through obstacles, releasing what you no longer need. This is the second full moon of October. It's taking place in the nakshatra of Barney, which I'm going to talk more about, but, and it's taking place on Halloween. So there are many different reasons why it's such a phenomenal time to really work through what's been holding us back, different obstacles, different burdens, different tethers. So I've decided to have a meditation class, which is the first time I'm doing this for Astrology Now listeners. It's going to be on October 31st at 12 p.m. Central Time. It's going to be a meditation. We'll take time to ground and reflect. And then I'm going to send out a worksheet for you all to kind of print off where we will uh, write down our reflections, write down our gratitudes for what have been in our life, and then cut the cord of things we no longer need because this is what this full moon is all about. So it's a Halloween full moon cord cutting ceremony. I have it up on my website um, underneath offerings. So if you want to sign up, there are 20 spots available and I'm charging $25. So I thought it would be fun. I thought it would be a good opportunity to connect with listeners. So if you are interested, you can sign up on my website. So getting into this full moon on October 31st. So the full moon is going to take place around 9.22 a.m. on October 31st. Keeping in mind, I am in Austin, so this will be the central time. It will change depending on where you are. And the full moon is when the moon and the sun are completely across from one another. So the moon is completely full with the light of the sun. It's at its full capacity. So after that moment of brightness, the only place there is to go is down. And so after that moment at 922, the moon will begin to dwindle in light. The light will be shed from the moon. The energy will be stripped of the moon as it makes its cycle back to its new moon phase. So the full moon is an auspicious time to release and let go. This is what the full moon is auspicious for in general. But now we want to look at the sign that the moon is going to be in. And then more specifically, the nakshatra that the moon is going to be in, the lunar mansion of the sky. So the moon is going to be in Aries with the sun, of course, in Libra, right across from it. 
And with the moon in Aries, this is going to bring a lot of passion and a lot of energy. It's the first sign. It's very initiating. It's a new beginning. The nakshatra of Barney is associated with major breakthroughs. The ruler of Barney is Yama, or I should say the deity for Barney is Yama. And this is the god who ushers lives into the afterlife. So as a soul leaves its body, Yama is there to guide the soul kind of into its phase of limbo. And then he sends the soul back into its new incarnation. So there is this connection to cycles, to death and rebirth, to ends and beginnings. But most importantly, it's the cyclical phase. As soon as something ends, something else begins. If we create space for something, inevitably it will be filled. And so this is partially why this full moon is so incredibly powerful for releasing, letting go, breaking through bondage and cord cutting. If you're familiar with cord cutting, when we are associated with different people, when we connect with people strongly, there becomes an energetic cord that forms between us. If there is a habit This is an energetic cord. It could also be a reoccurring negative thought, like I am not good enough or I am not lovable. It could be a limiting self-belief, like I'll never have my dream job. I'm not meant to have my dream job. I don't deserve to have my dream job. Okay, so we have these energetic ties to these things that can be cleared and can be released for us to live from a space of renewal and recreating, restructuring our reality. So such a powerful full moon. And as I did last time where I posted on the day, I did a little ceremony suggestion. I'm going to do the same thing for this full moon, but if you have the chance to actually join the meditation, it might be really fun for you. Um, So that is a little bit on the full moon, but let's look at what else is happening in the night sky. So Venus has moved into Virgo and Venus in Virgo by itself isn't, you know, it's debilitated, so it's weaker, but we can also say it's very practical. It's going to be service oriented. It's going to be very discerning. It's going to have, you know, a strong opinion and, practical in love because it's Venus, but this Venus is now being aspected by Rahu and Mars. So relationships are probably going to be a little bit tricky right now. And this is interpersonal relationships, but it's also the world at large. And so what else does Venus represent? It represents diplomacy and our ability to get along with one another. So I do think with the addition of Mars retrograde, that people are going to be a little prickly. They're going to be a little bit more difficult to get along with. I think that we are certainly going to see this in the upcoming election, okay? It's not going to help. It's not going to help make things diplomatic. But we have the capacity to choose how we act. So if our partners are particularly prickly, understanding that we all kind of are right now, trying to give them a little bit more passes than usual, trying not to engage in 
conflict if it's possible. Mercury, of course, is still retrograding in the sign of Libra. So now that we have Venus, which is the planet of love taking a hit, and now we have Mercury retrograding in Libra, this is an opportunity to review our relationships, the close people in our lives. And it could be business partners, it could be our friends, it could be intimate relationships, but allowing yourself to do kind of like an inventory on yourself of who in my life makes me feel really good? Who kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth? Or who do I talk to for two hours and then I actually feel worse? Okay, and so you could even get out a sheet of paper and write down the five people that you're closest with and just kind of reflect on your relationship, the communication, how they make you feel after you're done talking. And just kind of reviewing. And I'm not saying to stop being anyone's friend or to necessarily cut someone out of your life. But maybe it will help you get a nudge to create clearer boundaries or begin asking for what you want. Create a better relationship with these people. So keep that in mind with Mercury Retrograde as well. And if you have not listened to the previous podcast, of course, it's going to be hard for communication. (laughs) It's going to be hard for technology, uh, signing contracts. I would not do at this time. So keeping an eye on that until November 4th when Mercury goes direct. So that is a little bit going on in the night sky as well. And I'm going to do the personal horoscopes for all 12 signs. And then I'm going to do personal questions that people have sent in. So this is going to be a rich podcast. (laughs) There are many elements to this podcast. So looking at the night sky and how it's going to affect an Aries moon or an Aries ascendant. So we always want to look from the ascendant of someone and their moon sign because we can tell a lot. So if your moon is in Aries or you're in Aries ascendant, with this full moon in Barney, now is the time to release. I don't really like this word, but I'm not really sure what else to use in this circumstance to release toxic relationships or toxic tendencies in relationship. Your moon is going to be in the first house. The sun is in the seventh house. This is all about you, how you relate to intimacy, how you relate to other people. It's time to let go of any of these limiting beliefs around relationship, any of these habits that you bring into relationship that you know are not helpful. If you are a Taurus ascendant or a Taurus moon, The full moon is going to be taking place in your 12th house. It's time to release any subconscious ties, painful memories, anything that's kind of held you back as a reoccurring thought, specifically from your past or something that you think about subconsciously. And now is the time to rewrite how you imagine things, how you remember things. Because oftentimes when we reflect on the past, what is painful is how we remember things. So now is your opportunity to release what's already happened and rewrite your perspective, making it more empowering. If you are a Gemini ascendant or a Gemini moon, the full moon will be taking place in your third house. So you know what I'm going to, or excuse me, your 11th house. So you know what I'm going to be talking about. Now's the time to release friends who bring negativity into your life. People who bring in elements of dissatisfaction. 
And it could just be talking with them. It could be having a discussion with your friend and bringing up these different elements. Like, hey, you know I'm trying to quit smoking. Please stop offering me cigarettes. I know you're well-intended, but this is what I need. Things like that. It doesn't have to be totally cutting them out, but it's setting a boundary, asking for what you need in relationship to friends. This also has to do with your long-term goals and your hopes and your wishes. It's time to let go of any belief that is keeping you from manifesting your heart's desire, what you want your future to look like in the long term. If you are a Cancer Ascendant or a Cancer Moon, this full moon is going to be taking place in your 10th house of your career. So you may be thinking about a career change. You're going to have breakthroughs in your career. Maybe it's letting go limiting beliefs in regards to your career. It could be literally leaving a job and finding something new. Um, It could also be, again, just clarifying your needs and your wants in relationship to your career. If you are a Leo Ascendant or a Leo Moon, I should also say for Cancer Ascendant, because the sun is in the fourth house, asking for what you want in the outer world is going to bring more security to your inner self. It's going to make you feel more in alignment with your inner sense of security. So consider that as well. If you are a Leo Ascendant or a Leo Moon, the full moon is going to be taking place in your ninth house. So it's time to reflect on anything that's keeping you from your life mission or connecting to your inner divinity. If there's a part of yourself where you wish that you could go higher, you know, in terms of your beliefs or your philosophy, making extra time to connect. And when I say extra time to connect, I mean with your higher self. Setting a limit for yourself, saying every day I'm going to wake up 15 minutes earlier to meditate. I'm going to turn off my electronics at 8 and I'm going to read and meditate instead. It's a very auspicious time to implement these things. It's also an auspicious time to just being in alignment with how you want to present yourself to the world. Because I think that sometimes we can forget how the outer world may perceive us. And it's time to make your outer appearance be in alignment with your inner self, how you feel on the inside, and just being more transparent. If you are a Virgo ascendant or a Virgo moon, this is going to be taking place in your eighth house. This is huge. So this is like a massive data dump. So if you want to get out a sheet of paper and write out just everything that's been going on and putting words to your feelings and to what you've been experiencing, it's a super auspicious time for that. A time of massive energetic breakthroughs. So for you specifically, if you wanted to do any type of energetic cord cutting, super auspicious time for this. It's also going to be a very auspicious time to speak your truth, but be careful because that mercury retrograde may create misunderstandings. So just be very clear with what your truth is and how you want to verbalize it. And it may be to a person, it may be to your parents, it may be to your children. Um, But this energy is heightened right now for you. Um, But big transformations are coming your way. I've got to say, Virgo is going through a massive transition right now. If you are a Libra ascendant or a Libra moon, this is in regards to your relationships as well, similar to Aries. So 
If there's been a relationship that hasn't been working or it feels like things are getting stuck, you know, it may not be the best time to make a decision, but it is a good time to review those relationships, understanding how your partner makes you feel, or if you're single, phenomenal time to focus on what you want. What do you want in a partner? How do you want them to look? How do you want them to be? Where do you want them to work? Get very specific with this. And then think about what in your life may be keeping you from partnership. Is it a limiting belief? Is it something that you constantly tell yourself? Like, oh, well, I'll never meet someone. I'm not supposed to have somebody. You can't have those thoughts Okay, it's, it's completely unhelpful. So if you are having these types of thoughts, clearing them and recreating what is happening in your mind in regards to relationship, I am valuable. I am worthy of love. I am definitely going to find my soulmate. Just recreating what you're telling yourself. If you are a Scorpio ascendant or a Scorpio moon, this is a pretty big Um, opportunity in regards to your subconscious mind and in regards to your health and overcoming opposition. So focusing on health a little bit, it's a good time to just look at what you've been eating, what you've been drinking, maybe getting more in alignment with your idea of health and what that looks like, maybe creating a new exercise routine, which could just be taking a long leisurely walk in the morning and drinking extra water. And it could also be in regards to opposition, what has been acting as an obstruction in your life. And rather than moving over it or around it or under it, how can you move through it and stay connected to yourself? And this may mean um, rather than being more passive aggressive, being a little bit more heads-on and being more honest about what you're experiencing. But again, definitely be sure to watch out for those miscommunications. If you are a Sagittarius ascendant or a Sagittarius moon, again, this is a great time for breakthroughs in terms of long-term goals. What is keeping you from creating that future that you want? It's also an excellent time to have breakthroughs in regards to creativity, for children, for the arts, in regards to learning and understanding a new concept. If you are a Capricorn ascendant or a Capricorn moon, this full moon is going to be taking place in your fourth house. So you may have a breakthrough when it comes to your home. You may decide to literally move. And I actually know a few Capricorns who have been thinking about moving. You may have um, an event occur where it makes you sure that you want to move. It could be that you just clean up and make your space more sacred. So making sure that the floor is clean, making sure nothing is just laying around, everything is placed with intention. You may sage your home or put Palo Santo around your home, just creating a space that's more intentional. And with this renewed sense in your home, it is going to change how you feel inside. You are going to feel more settled and grounded and connected. And that's going to show on the outer world. And so, you know, it could be literally cleaning your house, but it could also be cleaning your house in regards to your inside. (laughs) So sitting down, meditating, letting everything drift to the bottom and renewing yourself. If you are an Aquarius ascendant or an Aquarius moon, this will be taking place in your third house. This is a great time to 
stand out and to gain understanding on your purpose in life. So if you're in this state of transition or you've been having kind of a flux, it's a good time to have breakthroughs in regards to your ultimate path. And it's also, there may be some opportunity for you to demonstrate your ethics and your virtues. It may And it could be the full moon, it may be a little bit around the full moon, but you may find that you're having opportunities to exercise what you believe to be virtuous and ethical. If you are a Pisces ascendant or a Pisces moon, this is happening in your second house of your voice. So if there's anything that you've been wanting to say, anything that you've been wanting to write, it's going to be a great time to speak what is on your mind, to write anything that you've been withholding. If there's been an event with a person or it could have even be somebody from the past, it could even be someone who's deceased. But if there had been an event that never felt finalized, now is the time to write a letter explaining how you felt how you feel, what you learned, express gratitude for that person, even if it feels hard. And then you can end the letter however you'd like, inviting them into your life more or deciding that it's time to no longer communicate with that person. And it can be something that you choose to share. It can be something that you choose to keep to yourself and destroy, like tearing up or even setting on fire if it's in, of course, a contained and safe place. So those are the horoscopes for you all. I hope that you found them helpful and I hope that you can have a nice full moon ceremony and ritual for yourself. And of course, keeping in mind, your intention can be whatever you want it to be, whatever you want to release and let go of, all I'm doing is offering a suggestion and the area of your, of your chart where it's going to be the most auspicious, but you get to decide what it's time to release and let go of. Do not let anything put a container on that. And so as promised, I am going to read questions from the listeners, as I said I was going to do. And so if you have any questions for next week that you would like me to read aloud, you can send them to astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com and I might choose yours to answer. So one of the questions is, what is the best way to navigate the rest of this year, especially with Mercury and Mars retrograde? So what are some activities to relieve the effects of Mercury and Mars? So Mercury will go direct on on November 4th and Mars will direct on November 14th. So it won't really be for the rest of the year, but until the 14th at least, um, I recommend focusing on what you can control because the astrology tells us what to watch out for and what to be mindful of, but we have no control over external forces. So be mindful of communication, be mindful of irritability. I highly recommend doing the mantras for Mercury and Mars. I have them both on my website. If you go to innerknowing.yoga, click on offerings and then chart, there will be a tab for remedial measures. So if you click on that, I have a full list of the mantras that you can do. So you can do Mercury for three minutes a day. You can do Mars for three minutes a day. This is going to really help appeal to those planets. And aside from the mantra, again, just being mindful, focusing on what you can control, not buying into confusion, not buying into irritability from others. Another question is romance. Pause and do inner work or jump into the dating realm? 
Well, right now, dating is going to be very weird because Venus is debilitated. It has the aspect of Mars and Rahu. Dating right now may not be the most fun um, or prosperous. And so there might be setbacks. There may be miscommunications. I think that the desire to date is going to be there, Um, but I wouldn't say it's the most auspicious time. I think that when Venus moves into Libra, and I can give you an exact day on that, on November 16th, when Venus moves into Libra, it's going to be in a much happier place. So it's still going to be aspected by Mars. It will have an aspect of Saturn, but it's going to be in its own sign of Libra. So I think that it will be doing a lot better. So at least wait until November 16th would be my recommendation on that. Stones. Stones that will be beneficial during this time throughout the end of the year. So stones are a little bit more difficult to do from afar because everyone's birth chart is going to be different and we want to choose a stone that is really supportive of your unique birth chart. But a very easy answer for that is getting the stone that rules your ascendant because your ascendant is always going to be your friend. So if you're a cancer ascendant, get a pearl. If you are an Aries ascendant or a Scorpio ascendant, you may want to get carnelian, but find the stone that is associated with your first house ruler. I have that on my remedial measures page as well. And that is going to bring you tremendous support throughout the rest of the year. So I hope that that was helpful. I hope that this podcast answered any questions that you may have had and gave you an idea on how to spend your full moon. It's the second full moon of October. It's on Halloween. It's in the next chapter of Barney. So, so, so powerful. And again, I do hope to see you at the full moon ceremony on October 31st with me. I would love to see you there. If you would like to schedule a reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga. Please follow me on Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast, and on Twitter, astrologynow underscore. Again, my name is Christine Rodriguez. This is Astrology Now. Thank you so much. Thank you.